Are you Mandalorian? I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. Three men and a baby Yoda podcast. Matthew, Dylan, Callan. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Three Men and a Baby Yoda podcast. We are back. It's been two weeks. We're thinking fortnightly, the more better rhythm to, uh, that's some good English there, more better to go with. <laughs> and uh, joining me tonight, as always, my buddy, Callan, another Collingwood loss. How are you, mate? Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. Um, <laughs> I Hawthorne also lost, so thanks i am aware yeah um, so no it was a uh, pretty we're locked down in sydney we're based in sydney all of us so it's been pretty chill two little young kids that's the best thing i've done is walk outside to a park and mm. run them around so it's been a little bit a bit chaotic but still how you going man good i'm not too bad we are i don't know mainly had a massive win over the weekend 66 nil happy with that but um, that was a good win, then, wasn't it? Look, to be fair, order sixty six. <laughs> oh, good point. To be fair, they're down what seven players or something, so I couldn't expect too much from them. I don't feel bad though. Um, no, apart from that, been good. I've been. Uh, Tell us about to- your Rebels rewatch that yes. we did. I mean, we watched the Twilight of the Apprentice together on uh, Apple Watch or Apple Dis- Disney. The Disney, like Disney watch, or Zone, group, or whatever it's it is. Like group Watch, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Group so, watch. Yeah, so basically I'm speeding through Rebels now. I've been punching through this past week or so. And then Matt you said gave to me- gave up on your dad? Gave up on your dad? Yeah, no. Nah, he's he's in the dust let's now, him, mate. Let's he's, him in the dust. Look, he's even behind on the pod. He hasn't been <laughs> caught up, so he's he's that far behind. It's not worth me waiting anymore. But- um. I- I checked the analytics and I, and I know that we are down a few listeners. So he's like, noticed Mr. Shakalas is off. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, so I Matt messaged me and said, tell me when you're about to watch Twilight of the, Twilight of the Apprentice and we'll watch it together. And I thought, what? What do you mean? I thought we we're going to just watch it at the same time. But then Matt says, oh, there's this group watch thing. And, yeah, you know, you can you invite your friend or whatever ever through a link and you both can watch it at real time together. It syncs you up so you can experience it at the same time. And me and That's Matt were just pretty texting sweet. the whole thing, texting the whole time. It was awesome. You can send emojis. It's it's very, very good. Yeah. It's but, um, Thanks for the invite. It, it was it midnight was, on, yeah. a, on a Monday. Yeah. It was very late. Yeah. And I was probably dead asleep. You got, you got Rebels FOMO already. <laughs> Rebels actually was trying to G my dad up to watch it um, because it's – it's a it's a classic. So what where are you up to? Talk to sorry, I interrupted. I'm up where to, are you up to? I've just today finished episode six, season three. So I've seen uh, Thrawn deep into Thrawn. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting deep into it now, so I can see where the he's yeah, but, very no, no. very very uh, awesome, strategic. And you're on the bandwagon. Yeah. You're on the bandwagon. Yeah, percent. Yeah. Immediately when he came out, I fell in love. The voice Thrawn, too. Oh. Thrawn train. It's a Thrawn train all mm. aboard. Yeah. It's uh yeah, he's a beast. It's, it's only going to get better for you as well, which is cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's been you know, quite a few big moments and uh, Matt, you've been getting my spam when something significant happens and I'm just like, I take a screenshot or I uh, yeah. send Matt a photo. I'm like, look, it's not, 
Matt remembers every minute of every episode. Yeah. So that's true, but it's, it's not spam to me. It's you finally contributing <laughs> in a, in, a, in a proper way. But uh, yeah, I'll send something to Matt, and he'll come back with a quote, and I'm like, okay, if I haven't heard this quote already, it's coming in the next sort of five ten minutes, and then. Funnily enough, the moment that it happens, I send Matt a photo and quote it back to him. It's good fun. I, I actually, talking about Matt knowing every second of every show, did you do an 18th post, Matt, for your was – was it the 18th? Did you miss it again? No, no. It, that was – Was that the one? Two, two weeks uh, ago. But we, that was that was the one that I, I missed the six-month one. So yes, I did. Reminder, come on up a couple of weeks. No, I'm not going to do the seven month. That's just weird now. Now it's the 12 month. So I only did it once on the fifth month. So we'll see. We'll see. Do you celebrate half year anniversaries, Matt, or is it just a yearly thing? Uh, I have a newborn son. We celebrate a new shit coming in. <laughs> the daily thing in the mole household. Uh, I think Hamill's looking forward to a seventh month of mate. Come on. Yeah, I reckon he is. He's, he's waiting well, for you, Matt. He's sweating. I think he was um, more in the mood to like because there was that moment was up for a BAFTA award moment or something. So mm. he was, you know, big on the retweeting and liking of things. And I think now it's just like a get over it, dude. It's been seven months. So, uh, well, actually, no, he's in Serbia shooting a movie um, with a comedian called uh, Bert Kreischer, The Machine. It's a movie around the machine. He's playing his dad. So I've seen a few. Um, so if he's in Serbia, they might not even have it over there, mate. So you got to time that next one, Matt. Mm. Well, you got to be strategic. You can't do it in like prime time Aussie. You have to do it. You have to think what time is it in LA, and then uh, is he going to be around his phone? The words of the aggressive the Twitter. It was the <laughs> words of the one and wise aggressive Twitter. I wouldn't say aggressive. I would say strategic. well thought, strategically thrown <laughs> Twitter man. Matt, I, uh, I think your eyes are going a bit red there, Matt. What's going they on? Are, they are. It's my uh, ch- ch- my inner chiss. <laughs> I think it's a lack of sleep. <laughs> There's a bit of that going around too uh, with the Euros and uh, we've got to say. Where are we? Uh, our buddy Turbo. So I in the Imperial Senate podcast Euro sweeps, I got England mm-hmm. and Turbo got Ukraine oh, and no. – uh, we faced off against each other this morning and uh, he got smashed 4-0 to my. I am now in the Imperial Senate podcast semi-final, which is run by an English guy. So <laughs> if England win, I'm, I'm sure me winning the sweeps will be the top of his mind. So, um, no, that's been exciting and just a bit of sad news, actually, now that I think you know, our buddies at Kessel Run Transmissions, they oh, – yeah. uh, they closed up shop this week. Mm. Oh, did they? I didn't even know that. I've been, yeah. I've been like I just told you this before this. I literally just listened to the ep- last Bad Batch episode a minute before starting this because I've just been so out of it. Mm-hmm. Really, that's hectic. Yeah, they uh, they tweeted out that. Oh, I kind of noticed like Corey sort of been pulling away a bit, and then mm. um, they sort of took a week off without saying anything, and then yeah, just uh, out of the blue. Um, as a break or just finishing up? I think they're done. Uh, dissolve completely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So those those have always been good friends of the pod, and uh, I mean, I've been I've been in chats with uh, Claire, and she's still going to come on at some stage. But I think they'll look to do their own things. But uh, mm. yeah, very sad to see that. I mean, you know, used to love watching them three or four times a week. Uh, 
hearing their theories, thinking of my theories, adding some of their stuff to my stuff and going yeah. even nuts. I'm sure they'll still be around in just a different, different, um, different aspect. I don't know, different, uh, in a different way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, definitely. So, uh, what's, what's caught you on the news this week? The Star Wars news. Dill, um, you, it's all you. What do you got? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing that's, uh, that I'm most keen on is this acolyte news. So I think they're, they're just Talk obviously me. going a bit more into how it's, um, inspired by Phantom Menace and I guess we're going to see they just gave a little bit more detail and people have been speculating whether we're going to be getting a um, bring back mace bring back mace bring back mace bring back mace <laughs> no, this is like pre this is pre Phantom pre, pre Menace stop. I thought you said Phantom oh, no, 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 no. yeah so mm, it's pre Phantom Menace so they're talking about like Darth Tenebrous and I, I remember a few like early pods I was saying I, I think it could be something about Darth Plagueis which that's also coming up uh, we might see a live action younger Yoda. Good era. Point. Good era. Oh, you good you era. definitely see Yoda. Yeah. That's so a really good era. era. I'm very keen to see what's more to come on that. But apart from that, really, we don't have a whole lot. And then uh, Star Wars Visions, the trailer came out this morning. And mm. I am very, very keen for that because I'm a cl- bit of a closet weeaboo. Uh, I like watching my anime whenever I'm not watching Star Wars. So combining two of my favorite things anime and star wars it's very very cool so we're getting a bit of a japanese take on a few different um artists and uh producers and it, it the so you, you're basically going to have one person or one group of people do one episode their own star wars story for a short episode so they've given us a bit of teasers for a few different ones there's like a master and his padawan fighting an unknown enemy seems to be like this old sith guy but um yeah it's cool because it it reminds me a lot of the show on netflix love death and robots where you have a whole different bunch of art styles on and different stories but they're just short snippets so you get to experience a little bit of star wars from someone's point of view of what they've been dreaming about or they kind of have full creative freedom which is really good Uh, matt are you an are you an anime guy uh not really i mean I like what I see in that. Uh, mm. I'm excited for it. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be canon adjacent. It's not going to. Yeah, it's not going to be. Of, yeah, it's sort of like a here. Let's um, let's give you some creative license to put your sort of Japanese anime style vision into Star into the Star Wars universe mm. and cr- see what you come create with, and let's roll with it. Sort of like a Japanese art exhibition. Mm. Maybe, some, visual Star Wars. maybe something will stick that fans really go, oh, that's really good and we really want that. This, this is a thing, right? So the, if you look at some of the, the uh, concepts and whatever that they're doing, they're one, I think, with the Master or and the Padawan specifically that I was looking at, it's very much like a samurai-style Star Wars. You've got like horses and really old-style katana-like sabers. It looks like yeah. stuff like the Darksaber, right? So... Like if this stuff sort of picks up, it would be as much as I've banged on this like a dead horse, we could see something in the future where it's like an old Republic style, medieval Star Wars. So, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they're given different a lot of different like looking at Star Wars in so many different ways. Because mm. like there's how many I don't I don't know how many stories they said, but I'm sure like that one you mentioned in text that that 
Padawan Master. I like that one as well. That looked mm. cool. I'm not an anime guy in any way, but I'm excited for it. I'm, yeah. It's um to get me into. I've heard so much about it. So yeah, it's good. When was that? November. November, eh? No, coming out in September. And I just want to dial back to the Leslie Headland thing with the Acolyte because there was some sort of conjecture, like, you know what the Star Wars community is like. They sort of run with a certain line and then they just take it to the next extreme. And, oh, what, you know, do they? So, yes, they do. <laughs> so the biggest one they took away was that she was, you know, really excited to be doing that. But the line that she said that she's brought along another writer that has never seen Star Wars before. Yeah, I heard about that. And so people are like, oh, fuck this. She's just, they don't want to know what Star no. Wars is. Oh, you know. Um, but the, what are your thoughts there? They're probably not going to have like a massive – I think it, the, the whole point of bringing someone different that probably hasn't seen Star Wars is to get that out-of-the-box idea, right? It's about – let me let someone who knows Star Wars work with someone who might have a different take on things at face value, mm. rather than looking at it through a, with fine detail through magnifying glasses. Let's bring something fresh in. Like you think about work yeah, and not, companies, right? They do it all the time. Fresh angles, fresh yeah. ideas, and they're, they're exactly. not. They're not, not going to be like you know what? Let's bring in a Marvel character into this and really just. They're not going to be doing sh- random shit. And I'm sure no. they're going to understand some lore and. Um, of Star Wars and understand the background and things like that. Yeah, because they're going to have to, right? They're not going to go in. I mean, they they very much, they very well could go in completely blind, which wouldn't, I guess, wouldn't be a bad thing. But I think it's going to be very much those two working collaboratively. And I like it. I like it. Yeah. Change it up. No, I think it's good. And it's not like she's bringing this person on to write the thing. She's not going to read it and then yeah. approve <laughs> it and then just film it and just go, oh, well, let's hope it's good. Well, Amazing. Is a huge. You need to stop with that. <laughs> Leslie Headland is a huge Star Wars fan. She, yeah. her, her, she said her favorite thing was the Phantom Menace because she was at the time she was eighteen. She was she's, she's gay and um, she was you know learning about herself as a as a human. You know, sexually, she was you know honing her arts and crafts and and her vision. Um, and so when that came out, it was really big for her, and um, that's why she's so excited to go sort of bef- just before that. Which um, you know, I think is really exciting, and and yeah, I mean, look, it doesn't. If you just bring someone who's been in the Star Wars thing, is going to be, oh, you know, what we should do, we should have like a light side, dark side, good versus evil, family, you know, oh, protagonist, antagonist. Yeah, let's do that. Well, that's been done to mm. death. Uh, now I'm not asking for you to bring a the Fast big, and the Furious guys in, but like big giant know. ball in the sky, mm. all that sort of stuff. I think uh, I think it's going to be good as long as it's better than uh, Wonder Woman two or nineteen eighty four. No, but they're going to they should, the person coming in. They're going to be like they're giving him this is the scope of this show, right? And then yeah. they're going to they're just new, fresh angles, ideas like Deal said. It's good. I like it because, like you said, Cal. I think they're going to be given um, they're going to be given context. They're probably going to be made to at least consume Star Wars in some since before embarking on this production, but we very much could be wrong here and they could just completely go in blind and just sort of look at it from a more, because Matt, are they, uh, are they co-directing it or co-producing it? Um, I don't think it's been announced at this stage. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's the other thing, depending on their role, they could be doing something completely different to what everyone's whinging about. 
Mm, well, I think she'll she'll be directing, and this person will be helping to write with the script with her. So it's not co-directing or anything. She's the main director, and um, she's just putting her team to assembling her team. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. So let's move on. What about to- oh, I've got a, I've got one, Matt. I've got one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dill, your mate, rename his ship, your favorite ship of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. What is Everyone's yeah. everyone's pissed off. So they and who who was it? Was it Disney? I think Disney are the ones that have made no, the no. Change, it's, it's 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 Disney haven't changed anything. So Lego have decided with working with Disney that on their children's Lego product for Slave One or Bob, they're going to put it as Boba Fett Starship hmm. because obviously the connotations of the word slave and it's just on the Lego. They're not renaming the ship Boba Fett Starship. They're no, not- yeah, it's on the, on the. I believe it's only on the Lego and the merch. It's on the Lego only. Right. I'm okay with that. Actually, it's yeah. Well, I mean, like, I was it, it's to- become a big farce for the. I go. I get both angles, right? I can understand why they're making the change, but at the same time, you got. It's always been Slave One. It always will be Slave One. If it's only the the Lego that's changing, I don't see what the big deal is, to be honest. Okay, let's just think about this for a second. Who plays with Lego? Primarily, I mean, I'm sure we all do, but <laughs> the target market is like, what, zero to nine. Um, now, I heard this on um, on this on the Sith list, and, and it's true. I mean, Les Gonzalez has got, you know, he's African-American, he's got Latin children, and if he gave this Boba Fett starship to a kid who'd never watched Star Wars before, who doesn't have any affiliation to the thing, and it says Slave One on there, his dad would hit him on the, over the head with it because he's like, what's this? this is, you know, he would see the sort of connotation in that. And, you know, they're, got a, they're tendering to a market of children, these Lego toys. So mm. none of them go back 45 years to Slave One. I mean, it's never been mentioned in the movies. It's never, it's never been referenced ever. Which is in a the different toys. time. Like, honest, honestly, it's just we're in a different time. You just need to choose your words carefully and how things yeah. are phrased. So, But the biggest the biggest mouth in this whole incident has been from the actor of Boba Fett. I mean, you, I'm sure you know who the actor is. Who is the actor for Boba Fett? <sighs> are we, we're not talking Tamara. It's not Tim. Tim's, Tim, Tim doesn't have a problem. Jerry oh, Bullock's yeah, passed yeah, away. Uh, yeah, passed away. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. This is so bad. I've got no idea. Hold so on. his name is Mark Anthony Austin, and That's he it. played Bob- Boba Fett for 14 seconds in A New Hope Special Edition. He is the most vocal about this. He has started sending. Vi- I mean, this guy has been oh, up. Yeah. He's got he's f- f- Fridays, and he's just been uh, milking this for the last 25 years, and. Uh, not my, not my Boba Fett. Not this. Like everyone's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and uh, yes, he played the he played the role for fourteen seconds. Actually, he wasn't even Boba Fett. He was just man dressed as Boba Fett on the side yeah, of camera. He didn't, say any, he didn't say anything. He just stood didn't there. Didn't say a word. Yeah. Just looked at the camera and then walked off. Mm. Very interesting. Oh, he'll be no news in a couple of days. Anyway. Well, they say that the most thing he's probably annoyed about the most is that Tem coming back to be Boba Fett has probably just ruined all of his, yeah. you know, Comic Con well, signatures. People are like, 
I'm sorry. I thought I'm I'm here to see the guy I'm who played Boba Fett. <laughs> That's me. I was I was that guy in special editions. Like, I don't want this signature. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like in the the Avengers where in Endgame where the hot, where banners giving the kids mm. a signature and Ant Man. You want my signature? I'm I'm Ant Man. And yeah, you know. nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm alright. Oh, come on, bro, take one. No, they don't want it anymore. It's fine. Mm. Well, I reckon we, uh, let's let's get into some bad batch. I'm keen to talk about this episode. Yeah, how uh, how did you find episode nine? The good bounty lost. I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit. There was one thing I didn't like about it, which I'll get into in a bit. But overall, I thought it was a good episode. It was another big big episode for me. Mm. on the on the run from Crosshair, yeah. Your favorite character, cow, cow, the dog, dog. Um, um, <laughs> no, I, I liked, I liked it. Um, are we going two episodes this? Yeah, we're this, doing two. Yeah, this pod. So, I liked it more than the than episode ten. Mm-hmm. So episode um, from you know, I'll go into our ratings later. But my Star Wars feels and things, I really liked it. Bane's just because he's a sick, cool character, man. Yeah, mm, and the music for Bane is really good yeah, as well. I was going to say the Very same fitting. thing. You, because you mentioned it last pod, Matt. I really made a point to listen to it this time. I'm the same, yeah, hundred percent. I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. He's so chill. Um, and that little that little robot actually Toto made me laugh. That Was actually it Toto made... 360? Toto three sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Voiced by Seth Green. No Joy. way, really. Interesting. <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's so talented. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, I really liked it. Thought um, Omega was actually. Pretty good, you know, and I uh, enjoyed the app all together. Mm-hmm. Mm, and what did, you, what did you think? Like, I thought, like, they, they went to, I made a point to write this down, Borodia, which is this sort of abandoned Kaminoan facility, which looks like sort of um, Cloud City. Yeah, mm, I thought I it looked that very much like Cloud City. Yep. Mm, but it was a Cloud City for cloning. And, uh, oh, how about the big, the big cameo? She, she, she didn't last long. Ton Wee. Mm. Do you remember her, him, Callan? Her, Callan? No, talk to me. So in, in Attack of the Clones, when young Bob is like, hey, Dad, Ton Wee's here. And uh, that was she was the one that was escorting Obi-Wan Kenobi around Kamino. Ah. Yeah. And he's like, Ton Wee's here. That was his, like, really cheesy line. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, Ton Wee's dead. Um, <laughs> so she, uh, she bit dust. Long neck. The swan, swan lady is, uh, is no more. We should. There's our next shirt. Ton Wee, lest we forget. <laughs> <laughs> she is no longer here. Did, did you like the fight scenes? Well, it um, should be. A, wait, wait. Sorry, Ton Wee here. Nope. Just with Boba's <laughs> face instead of saying, "Yep, it's nope." <laughs> I like that. That was a good one. Mm. These, these are some good creative sessions. We'll get to merch at one stage in a, <laughs> by episode 100. Did yeah, you, what were you saying? The, uh, the fight scenes. Um, between yeah, look, I'm, I'm, and- all right. The whole, the whole Fennec Bane, I guess, battles that were happening, the little brawls. For Cad Bane to be made out to be this big badass best bounty hunter whatever or one of the best bit of a bitch wasn't he i feel like i feel like fennec was a bit 
over he she was overpowering him to a stage. Fennec Fennec made him his her bitch. Hundred percent. Yeah. Which was a bit mm. disappointing for me. That was the only thing I didn't like about this episode. I thought Cad should have been a bit more dominant with that fight, but so um, you obviously missed it. But when you know when he headbutted her in the face, mm. and you saw the metal plate on his head when no. his hat came off, and he had that sort of metal thing. That's where he headbutted her. That is the wound from the Boba Fett yeah, from versus the Boba Fett Cad Bane showdown. Yeah. So it is canon. Well, it will be, but I think that was what it's referencing to. So, Book of Boba Fett? Mm, it definitely leaves. Maybe they're not, they're not going to show it in this show, but they might show it in live action. I didn't see, see that, but I'm going to go back and watch that. I didn't see. Mm, but just before that, let's just go back. to like There was a little bit of juicy info that we got about Omega... It's the first gen Django DNA that the last living or last known living soul gene of Django Fett. Um, and she's the Omega and Boba was the Alpha. So they're brother mm. sister. I guess it's not new. I guess we sort of knew that this was going to happen in some. Like we threw that many theories out and so has everyone else. But mm. I'm not, I have to say, I'm not surprised. I think we all knew that she was a clone of some sort. So, but it does verify the whole non non enhanced, just pure DNA clone from Django. So, mm. interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say on it. You guys? Yeah, no. Very very exciting. Like, um, you know, are we going to see Boba here? Is he going to? Are we going to see Omega in the Book of Boba Fett? Like, mm. um. Are they going to explore this sort of brother-sister vibe relationship now? Like, they've really opened up the whole series. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. And, you know, I like the fact that, you know, good episode, great showdown, um, and they got it back pretty quickly. It wasn't like, you know, sort of like, oh, let's make it a six-part episode. Yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm glad fight a monster, get more fuel, get another gun, pay back Sid, you know, fight another monster. And uh, and then call in all our buddies to to do this. It's done. We're here, and you know she's back on the board. And, and the hunter promises they're never going back, and they wrap things up there. But uh, all in all, pretty good episode. And uh, Cal, give us your ratings. So, what is the first one? Is it a character development? Character development. I will go a no, three. Isn't it story. It's story. 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 So I liked the I go four on the story character development three. Um, I really enjoyed the story for this one. Um, mm-hmm. The and the Star Wars vibes is out of five. Five. Yep. I'll go four again. I I, I really liked seeing that um, the fight scenes and all you know the the old Kaminoan area. I think it was very Star Warsy. Um, mm-hmm. Out of ten, I'm gonna give a seven. Okay. So, so you like the the long neck Sky City? Mm. I did like the long neck. I just like seeing more of it. I like things like you just don't see. Do you know what I mean? Opposed to going into that same place they were that one big giant room they were in last time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So no, I thought it was good. Deal. I give it a four and a half for story. Oof. Three for character development. So Cad Bane didn't get enough development for you, or? Nah, not really. Omega's a resourcefulness. No, okay. Sure. No. I gave it a four for Star Wars feels and an overall of 8.5. Okay. I feel like I was I'm, too, 
Yeah, I know. You, you sort of like all over the spot and then give it a solid 8.5. So yeah, overall it was it, good, but yeah, the I character was f- four in terms of story, four in terms of character development, and four in terms of Star Wars feels, and overall. an eight out of ten. So mm-hmm. consistent, proper, using those those metrics properly, unlike you <laughs> erratic weirdos. Um, it's a three, and I give it nine. Um, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's just a solid episode. Good. Uh, are we, we uh, going to talk about the the one big green vat in the middle of the room though? The green vat. So do you remember in the episode what uh, Omega walks into the cloning room for the, the Kaminoans, the long necks? You don't want to talk mm-hmm. about that at all. Yeah, I just if not if we're going to talk about Snoke, no, um, nothing like that. <laughs> It did. What it did you, come off with a very Sith, Sith uh, cloning, Snoky vibe. Yeah, that's. I, I at first I was dreading that it was going to show something like that to bridge our, even just our Palpatine theory of he could have been a clone. But I'm glad that mm-hmm. wasn't the case. But why? Why are they being cloned here and not back at Camino? This was an abandoned base, so this, they, they obviously can't just do everything in Camino. Or they, they might have, they might have had four contracts, and they might have, you know, this is, this, this is, this is the one that's no longer uh, resourceful. Mm. So they're just focusing on Camino, or you know, they they prefer a wetter climate or too sunny. I don't know. It's it feels like that to me is either showing something important, or it's meant to just be a here it is, juicy, literally, move on. Do, do you mm. think it has some sort of importance? They wouldn't drop it for now that yet. Yeah. I mean, I, at the time I was like, oh, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we don't know the cloning process and the research mm. and development that goes into that. You know, it's probably a very complex thing. And uh, I'll let them tell me when they're ready. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pour my heart and soul into cloning theories. We've 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 had that already. So uh, fair, fair. I'm I'm not eagerly waiting on that one. Mm. All right. Mm. I didn't look into it. I'll wait. Like I guess uh, I guess I'm the only one that has. Fair enough. All right, I'll, do, I'll do, remove do, that. What, do you, what do you think it is then? Come on, throw some. Uh, no, that, that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking you guys. So no, 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 you don't need us to validate your theory. Now tell <laughs> us what you think. There's a reason it has to be has had to have been shown. So I don't know Thank if you. the the Kaminoans are using the the clones of Django as something to then possibly further their own development or make clones for themselves. Because for, for me, the, these may have just been failed clones and it could it could just very well be. These were failed clones of themselves. They figured out Django's DNA and were able to make clones and then that's how they were able to get the cloning process done so well because these just look like experimental clones. Experimental Sorry. clone what? Clone Kaminoans or clones? Long necks. Hmm. Or they just needed something to drop onto sh- the next Shan. Either one. Yeah, that's who. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Not, I'm. I mean, look, it's it. It didn't uh, play a pivotal part, but there was ominous music, and mm. I guess we'll wait and see. Wait I. Uh, and see. Are they bridging the sequel trilogy? I mean, well, this is the thing. They probably are experimenting on a lot of things and doing all sorts of weird things. So I'm happy to wait on that one. Uh, I've had uh, – we've had – I mean, we've had Clone Wars. We've had 
cloning, Sith cloning. Like the clones. Just let it go. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just move on. Okay. So There's moving a on. More units on the way, though, Matt. There is, there is. <laughs> a million more Kaminoans on the way. <laughs> There's another T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's more of a hoodie. Um, <laughs> a long neck hoodie. <laughs> it's a very long hoodie. That would be um, funny. So actually, speaking of long necks, where would they wear their tie? Would, would it be at the bottom of the, or the top? Oh, God, what one of those things? <laughs> where would they wear their tie? Well, would you it wear be up here? Oh, yeah, because you wear it from your neck, right? Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> Does their neck anyway, start from? That's some that Kaminoan merch, you know. Yeah. The the multi tie option, the multiverse. Anyway, we're losing track badly, and uh, we do have a lucky guest joining us very shortly. And I'll give him a, a brief introduction soon. But let's just finish off on common ground, which was a mm-hmm. pretty uh, pretty stock standard episode. It was I wouldn't call it filler, but it was just a uh, good on the story development. We. Uh, we go to the former capital of the Separatist world, Raxus, where uh, we saw in Clone Wars with Lex Bonteri and Mina Bonteri and um, the Empire. Ugh, not wasting any time, eh? Mm-hmm. Just taking over and propaganda's beginning. What did you mm. think, Dil? I think it was pretty heavy. Like that starting um, starting sequence was very – it showed how dominant the, the Empire is becoming and – it just it just goes to show how much power they they actually have at this stage because there's no force in the galaxy that I guess can can combat this and hence why the rebellion was created. But yeah, it's a bit sad to see that they're able to just force oppression this this hard. So it just goes to show like that senator and not being able to it was a good thing that he did, but as soon as he did it, everyone just sort of it was there was disarray. And immediately it was just switched back to the Empire's control. So, mm. very heavy. How, where, how, how, how is this episode for you? I mean, you mentioned it wasn't as good as the one before, which, and I, which I would agree. Mm. No, I um, actually, like, I thought the detail and everything in the, is it Raxus? Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah, I Raxus, thought it was, yes. I love seeing that. Um, just, I love all seeing the different worlds. But, you know, if we've seen that scene before a million and one times, there's someone yeah. standing mm-hmm. up there and, and, you know, like Hitler and yelling out. Did you out. get like a Coruscant vibe? Yeah, a little bit. But it was. Yeah, I mean, this was the capital of the Separatist Alliance. So, yeah, it was Corinthos esque. I still, I still like find it odd seeing the clones doing that work. Do you know what I mean? Like, didn't you see the walkers and things? I was just like, it. it's just odd. But, um, no, I thought it was uh, overall. I still enjoyed the episode. I just like I flew through it. I, it, I didn't have any super wow moments. No. I thought, but mm. I did think Omega really probably out of all of it was probably one this of the was, better yeah. episodes of yeah. being, you know. So I guess to quickly talk about that, I think this was very much an Omega solo development episode where they sort of needed to just get. Clone Force ninety nine out and doing something while the um while the rest of the guys did their own business, but yeah, it was um yeah, it was all right. It was half decent, I'd say. Is there anything you want to you want to bring up about it, Matt? At all? Um, I I actually just what I really liked um and this was where it hit the Star Wars feels was the sort of chess game that they were playing and what Amiga's really good at, and that game is called Dejaric. And um, they really played into her, her strength. You know, they, they don't make them 
a note of her being good at strategy for no reason, and I'm sure that's mm. part of her role to play in the future with uh, Clone Force 99. But, you know, she's so, it was good to see her sort of like a Bobby Fisher. She was too good for everyone, and she sort mm. of paid off the debt for Sid and uh, sort of closed off that, you know, cycle of story like telling where they just do missions and pay you know, pay yeah, her no, off no or repay things. things. They can sort of do their own thing and uh, we can move on in the story. And uh, the debt's been paid off and uh, they're off on their way. What was your score, Callan? Yeah, I gave it a – what was the first bit again? Story. 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 Yeah, I, I actually thought it was good four and um, character developer gave it a four and this is where Matt's going to be like – you didn't give – it doesn't add up, but I actually gave it a three <laughs> for um, Star wars E stuff mm-hmm. um, and I'll give Overall? it a seven. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll bump in here and say I gave it a three and a half for story. I think character development was bigger for Omega, so I gave that a four. Star Wars Feels was about a three. Overall, gave it a seven. Wasn't there wasn't Star Wars feels for you because you didn't you didn't pick up on them, but yeah, sure, no worries. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it a three and a half for story, four for Star Wars feels because I uh, picked up on quite a bit. And just a f- one thing, you know that um, that Ithorian and the um, what is it's it the that, and, and and the weak the weak <laughs> way that's always fighting in the bar, the one that they yeah, lost. Yeah, the, yeah, yep. So. That's where have you seen them before? Outside yeah. of Sid's bar. Well, they were the, the they they were they escaped from the prison on um on Kessel in the Martez sisters arc. So I am wildly going through Clone Wars. I'm fin- I'm wrapping things up, and uh, that's where I saw them. And uh, I noticed that I was like, ah, how interesting. So uh, mm. yeah, so that's where they're from, but. For me, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was about a three and a half and a, and a seven out of ten. So, uh, no, no, it's been uh, pretty, pretty good. Looking forward to the next bits, and uh, we are very lucky to be joined by my very good friend. I'm going to call him the king of the sand crawler, <laughs> the collector extraordinaire, the uh, the man in the semifinals for the Euro Championships. With the best set of toys, or used to have the best set of toys, I have some of them now. Uh, Adam St. John Foti, how are you, mate? Very well. Nice to nice to be involved. Very tired, been up since four o'clock every fucking morning for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, uh, lovely to be here. Nice how to meet you, mate. Let, let, let's just let's just paint the scene. He's got the. Uh, got the, the black and white Adidas OG Star Wars hoodie on, and he's put a First Order Stormtrooper in the background too. He's, he's really any. He, well, I, do that, I do that most days just to annoy the wife. Um, <laughs> do you see him at the table when you're eating dinner? Yeah, I just put it in corners so it looks like an intruder. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine walking through getting a glass of water in midnight and yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I put them. I scattered them from uh, throughout the house. Um, How many do you have? Her. I've got about four of them and some cinema decals. I bring out Luke now and again, just in the background. <laughs> um, so yeah, just to, to to bring fear to her life, which um, I find enjoying. I like. <laughs> so, so just to add a bit of context to this, uh, 
as you know, I have been trawling the marketplace for toys, figurines, trying to just finish off my uh, my display unit. And uh, I, I came across Adam's Facebook marketplace ad and he only lives 140 kilometers away from my house and I convinced my wife to uh, have a lovely lunch on the beach. And then I disappeared for 15 minutes and went to his house and came back with... You came up sweating. It was disgraceful. I said it just went Yeah, big he, time. He, he, he lives at the... the uh, you went up the Heartbreak Hill. You were, you were, you were a state. I was, I was strategically not... I said to my wife, oh, it's up this really big hill. Let me just go alone and I'll just go in and out and spend $100 and be real quick. So the whole point of the going up the hill was to uh, keep her away from the... Uh, Star Wars Emporium because she knew I, I would just go I ballistic. Just got lost. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about uh, your 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 collection, Adam. Uh, when it started and uh, yeah, um, I guess um, yeah, I'm 44, so I was yeah, born in '76, and I my mother was an antiques dealer, and all my friends' mothers were antiques dealers, and they all bought stuff, but. Um, I bought a um, Emperor's Royal Guard Kenner. Um, uh, it must have been, I don't know, it must be Return of the Jedi. So it must have been 83, actually. Yeah, it must have been 83. I bought that. I only had three or four, but my friends had loads. So we used to play with them in the bath. I look back now and go, my God, there was yak face. <laughs> we used to play them in the bath. They're ruined. And, um, and I then I kind of dabbled when I was a kid, but you just chuck away stuff, you know, and, and just yeah. get ruined. And then uh, about eight years ago, I thought, no, I'm going to go for the, I'm going to go for the lot. And I was a game, a retro games collector. That was my main thing. And then I wanted to, I'm a completist. I wanted to complete things. So I wanted mm. to get the complete Mega Drive collection. I wanted to get the complete NES collection. And I did it. I did it. I got the Mega Drive collection. But, and then I kind of sold it all. I sold it all. Well, you know, 60 grand. Boom. See you later. It's kind mm. of all nothing. <laughs> and then I started focusing on Star Wars a little bit more. Um, and then obviously that turned into some sort of OCD, autistic type um, obsession. And um, and then I've come to that stage now when I don't need to have them all. And I've really enjoyed selling it because it's kind of brought me back into the community a bit. Like, I think I've got to stop buying it, you know? And then yeah. I, it's brought me back into it. Now, ironically, I'm looking at posts, I'm looking at listings, and it's my shit that I've sold. And done up like, oh, oh, really? Uh, that's not that's not cool. <laughs> no, it's flippers. The flippers are there, but but it's it's brought me back into to to the buying again. And I think I probably will. My my original thing is that I wanted the full ninety six, and then I wanted all the variants. Then I got into vehicles. And then I wanted mint on card. But I think ideally, I probably will buy back, and I will just get the full loose. 96, I think that's mm. thing, which was I was one away from. I want mm. the, the pesky yak face. Yeah, that would but, have driven you mad. I can imagine. Yeah, the yak, the yak face. It's a few grails that you know you just they're always tricky to get. You can get them. You can buy yourself out of it. You can buy it from the US or whatever. But, um, yeah, so it'd be, it's been quite freeing to sell it all. It's a lot of stuff, but at the same time, um, it's kind of sad. But it's got me back into it again, so I, I think it's just a cycle, you know. It's, it's kind of a circle that it's going to get back into it. And we should talk about how, uh, like, I can imagine with letting go of these pieces, you're sort of letting go a bit of 
your memories as well? Like, uh, uh, have you? Do you remember a lot of the times where you picked up these these toys, these figures? Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's why it's a good point. It's a good question because that that's why that's what's been really enjoyable about the process is that you remember every hunt, you yeah. remember every you know everything, and then you kind of and I love it to go to collectors, and I love. I've only done four listings, and mm-hmm. I've had nine hundred sales. Okay. So I prefer people coming to my house, talking about their journey, talking about their story. Some go there, and then I'll say, oh, "I got this one," and you know, I got this one here. And you kind of remember that journey of buying that product, um, and that people that I, I really like people that can display the stuff, um, and then. You know, and then they, they send you a photo, and it's the most nerdiest fucking thing. I did that this morning to him. Yeah, he did. Um. <laughs> and then you get a thing, and you go, "He's done." He's, he's like, it's like I, I could only equate it to kind of adopting puppies. I guess I don't know what it is, but and then you see that they're in a good home. Yeah. <laughs> loves them. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, well, I think that would be so satisfying to see that it goes to someone who loves it just as much as you did, puts it in the I collection, thought, and there, yeah. there it will live. At first, I didn't think that would matter. I thought it would just be like whatever. Once you let go of it, that's it. Yeah, but it's not. That has brought great pleasure. <laughs> that's, mm. been, that's been that's been really fun, and the amount of people I've met, and and people, interestingly, a lot of people that kind of my age. And I met one bloke the other day. Came around. He's a tradie, and he comes around. He heard I was in Central Coast because I'm originally Sydney. I've only been up here for four months in Terrigal, and he um he went, oh my god, it's the first time anyone's selling anything in Terrigal. And he said, I've got no friends into this. No so he, around, he has a bit. And we hang out. We just hang out. Wow. We, and we just talk. We just talk Star Wars for a couple of hours. Because how, how many people have you met, do you reckon? Just if you can put a number on it. 30, 40. Wow. That's cool, though. That's a lot the of stories. I, and the all, day I went. They were all different uh, guys, you know. They were all different people and girls and girls. Mm. Not many. Um, I sold the only girl I sold to recently. She bought my army of I, um, R5 D4s. Um, oh, wow. I, had, I had 15 of them. She bought them all. Wow. I said, I, I said, I'm not selling them. There have to be an army. She went, I want an army of those droids. <laughs> <laughs> and I know they're there on a shelf. And I thought, that's cool, man. Like yeah. that army intact. It's a stupid yeah. army. It's a crappy droid, but I like it. <laughs> Mate, if you if you got a collection of gonk droids somewhere, I'm in I'm in the market for some gonk droids. <laughs> I've got one of those somewhere. Um, I've got gonk on my back. He's my favourite droid, number one. Oh. I've, I've got that gonk's on my tattoo. I've got Mario on a gonk on my back. <laughs> I think we should talk about that tattoo tattoo as well. That is an impressive piece, my friend. Massive. Well, the the the, the deal with that is that I want it. Wanted to have everything just to juxtaposition. So I wanted yeah, because it's it's not all Star Wars. No, it's not Star. It's anything eighties and early nineties. I mean, I got a bit of crap on Reddit. I put it on um, an eighties page, and they went, mm, "Oh my god!" Well, some of that's early nineties. Welcome to Reddit, whatever, mate. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. But um, I wanted everything to be the opposite. So I put I, with Gonk. I wanted Gonk um, because he is my favorite droid. I don't know why. But I put Mario on him, you know. I wanted everything juxtaposition. That's why I put, you know, Yoda had to be one DMC. Gizmo, I wanted him with a lightsaber on a DeLorean. I wanted everything the opposite. So we, we me and my Italian, we we kind of did 
20 designs, like, you know, Freddy's on a hoverboard. You know, I wanted everything opposite. You know, everything. How long was the piece? That's what I was going to ask. How long did that take? Oh, two and a half years. Wow. I was trying to find the picture of it. I couldn't find the Matt sent us the picture. I was like, God damn, two and a half years put a bit a bit of money in that. Yeah, it was a bit of that. It was a bit of that. <laughs> COVID didn't help, but yeah, he's a good man. And and I picked Simon, and he's fantastic, and um, he's really into pop culture stuff as well. So um, yeah, no, it it was really enjoyable. It was he was really into it as well, and he got it. So I just tried to think of everything opposite, and that's when we did Jabba's Palace. So that's when. Um, I did. I don't want just. The only thing I regret is that I didn't put Bib Fortuna in it. That's the only my, my only regret. Mm-hmm. I put Kermit the Frog in his place. Yeah, Kermit's salacious crumb. Salacious obviously has to be there. I put Kermit there and Scarface, uh, but I, I put Ulu there and I put a disco floor as the palace rather than the um, uh, the traditional. I love J- Jabba's like Mexican. Um, his uh, tattoo across his belly. Fug life. Yeah, slug yeah. life. Slug life. Yeah, slug life. Yeah, slug life. Yeah, I wanted him there. And I wanted Ula there because Ula gets forgotten because Ula is the one character in Return of the Jedi that didn't have an action figure, man. And it's a disgrace. I know she got killed. She was a dancer. She went down like she never gets any respect. Oh, yeah, she's doing she a head spin. Yeah, I got a head spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're all looking at it now. Matt's just sent <laughs> yeah. us to the chat again. All there was sort of like uh, got sort of the, the nipple slip in Return of the Jedi that uh, <laughs> when you're 14 and watching Star Wars, you uh, sort of rewind and rewatch because you got you live oh, in the basement. All, watching. We, all, we all pause that. We all pause that in the VHS. All pause that. Hundred percent. But I think Ula yeah, is the one character. I mean, it was. I thought it'd be too cliche to have Slave Leah, so I thought Kermit and Scarface would be better than that. Kermit's a great touch. I love that. I can see, is that Freddy on the, the far left? Yeah, he's on the hoverboard from Back to the Future with his cocktail yeah. from Freddy yeah, Free, yeah. And you've got a, uh, is that Conan, very bottom, holding up a, is it Conan or He-Man? Who's down the bottom? Oh, that's the ultimate warrior, my favourite, uh, yet homophobic wrestler, so I thought I'd put him above my ass just to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite console, the Atari Lynx, playing California games. Oh, California games. I remember that when you had to throw the Frisbee. Oh, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's my favourite Atari Lynx game. I'm a big Lynx man. And, but it, that's the picture of him. He should be holding the championship belt, but I put the Atari Lynx there with my favourite game. It was, it was quite tight to stick Cali games in there, but we got it done. Mm. And I like the way he, he was, a, it, it was my favourite wrestler, but he was a wanker of a man. And it came out that he was really homophobic and horrible. That, so that's why I put him above my arts. <laughs> well, I got a question, Adam. What was your um your very first Star Wars memory? Um, my grandfather, um, who's a multi-millionaire ignomaniac that lived in a castle in England, <laughs> used to buy V buy VHSs, which was like expensive back in the day. Like there were like I remember there were ninety nine point nine ninety nine pounds ninety nine p. No one oh, bought shit. VHSs, yeah, and he. Star Wars, he bought New Hope. Uh, and that must have been 80, I reckon, because I was born in 76. I watched it when I was about four. He only had two. He only had two videos. It was that. Um, and he bought another one. I forgot what it was. Uh, 
think it was Godfather 1, but I don't know. But I just watched it again and again and again because it, he owned it. He actually mm. owned it. He didn't have to take it back to the store, you know. So I just kind of watched it again and again and again and again and kind of became slightly obsessive. I then um, watched Empire and then um, that was on video as well. That was rental, but uh, Return of the Jedi was the cinema. Um, yeah, that was 83. So yeah, I was like seven. I watched it at the cinema and that was like, that was it. It was like, I'm into this. Hooked after that. Yeah. That's, yeah. It. That's it. I'm hooked in. And then there was nothing for 20 years. So I just bought things that reminded me of the original trilogy. And that's why I'm very loyal to anything vintage. I don't buy modern or anything really. Um, I did, I did kind of enjoy the prequels. I was there for the premieres and had VIP tickets and blah, blah, blah. I didn't mind them. Um, uh, and I'm still into the series. I mean, I know you guys, I haven't watched the Bad Batch yet. I haven't finished the Clone Wars yet. Like, I don't know, the, the animation side of it, I just, the only thing that got me into the Clone Wars cartoon was I just wanted to know more about Darth Maul. And then I just mm. went, okay, you've explained something for me. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. That's that. But um, Bad Batch, finished, you know. Mandalorian, you found the live I think action? Mandalorian is the best, the best thing Disney's ever done. I think it's yeah, really not series and it's reignited kids and it's it was very very clever filmmaking it was yeah. a star western that just was charismatic and you didn't it didn't need fan service um we all like it people complain about it like the red guys the, you know, the, the red dead media all those guys that couldn't go oh we don't need this fan service yes we do we're 44 yeah. i want to see that i want to see that <laughs> i fucking like it it reminds me of when we were 12 that's the whole yeah. fucking yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole ice cream container has now been explained from Cloud City as a money money storage unit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you can buy them. You can buy them. The people make them and you can put it, you, you can um, do it when people have their weird best spin fucking um, setups. You can you can buy them custom made. I did think about it, but I'm not a diorama man, but yeah, the ice cream machine is uh, ridiculous. But yeah, I think I think it's cool. I, th I think the best thing about the new stuff, I think the Mandalorian was excellent. I think um, Rogue One for me, like, was I really really enjoyed that. I, 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 I just it was cool, man. It's my number one film. Fan. Number one yeah. film. Yeah. yeah, number one completely. Yeah, it's uh, I have. Oh yeah, I loved it. it I think it just probably hit me at the right time. It was just. Yeah, I love that whole film and how it all comes together, and it you know runs into New Hope and all that fun stuff. So yeah, no, that, well, it's my it's my favorite. Mm. It's not my number one of all time, but it, it's definitely my favorite new gen um, new gen Disney product. Well, the problem is when you when you start a podcast when Mandalorian, and then you essentially have to watch Bad Bo Bad Batch to talk about it every every couple of weeks. So it's um, what's it like? What's it like? I didn't hear all the podcast. I, I, it's, tra I, it's tracking okay. I think I think it's um, it's not a like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, it's like you don't, whereas Mandalorian, you're like, I'm watching it the moment it comes out. Let's go. I'm at, at night, that night, I'm going to watch it on Friday night with, you know, put the kids to bed or whatever and text yeah. Matt a hundred times. But now, you know, I watched Bad Batch a minute before this started tonight. You know, I, I just <laughs> finished it a minute before it started. Like, so, so you can remember it. Yeah. So it's like, it's not, it's not, you know, jumping I was gonna, out. I was gonna, 
I was going to binge watch it. I'll just, I'll just let it finish. It's actually a good way to do it, binge watch it, yeah. to be fair. I think binging it's going to be a better way to watch it rather than weekly. Because I think it, yeah, with the, with the whole weekly watching that we're doing, it's got its it's got highs, but the lows are very low. It's so up and down. But, yeah. but you'll get a lot of the, there's a lot of nostalgic little throwbacks of detail that I'm sure like Matt, Matt will sniff them out anywhere, but you'll see a few of them. Um, and which is, which is cool. It does throw a few things back, which is cool. I did that with clone. I did that with clone wars as well. I kind of waited. I just wait. I did it with rebels. I did it with rebels as well. I just waited, just let it run, let it run and then sit there and just do it. Um, but I need fan service, but I understand. And, and I said this about the, um, the force awakens trilogy sort of thing. Like people, you know, all the guys kind of our age, my age or whatever, were kind of going, Oh, well, you know, there's too much fan service and it's this, that, and the other. And I was going, it's not meant for us anymore. Give yes. it away. It's yeah. not meant for us. You're so, not, not going to get that feeling when you were 12 at the cinema for this. Just not, stop not, trying to recreate that because it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not. we're not going to get that buzz. The only buzz that I get as a 12-year-old is when I open up a toy. But yeah. that, that's it. Force Awakens, I have to admit, when it came out, and it was looking back, it was it's bollocks. And I watch it every year. <laughs> it is bollocks. But I did get that. Okay. Okay, thank thank you. It was almost like, there you go. Here's the music. There's the Falcon. Here's some lines. There you go. Thank you very much. And I was like, cool, man. Okay, thanks. But now give it away. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't please, it's not about the Skywalkers anymore. I'm gonna, well, this new trilogy, it has to be a new adventure. And, the, and then Mandalorian proved that, that you can do that. If it's shot well, you know, mm-hmm. if it's shot well and it's written well, you can make some really cool stuff. And what do you think? T- tell me about the last 10 minutes of The Mandalorian and what it did for you then. Well, I mean, as soon as I saw the palace, obviously I'd dress my pants, I mean, fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean and the whole bobber really, you know, it, 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 was, it was brilliant. That, that, that whole thing is brilliant and, and um, my wife enjoyed it and I've had friends that wasn't into Star Wars that enjoyed it. So that means it's a success. I heard that a lot, actually. I heard a, a lot of people, their partners, watching it, and because it's you don't need to know Star Wars, and right. it was mm. it was cool. So we can just snort in the background quietly, go, "This is Big Fortuna," yeah. and that's fine. Actual normal audience can watch it and go, oh, "That's cool. That's a cool bit of film. That's cool." I like the story. And there's a beginning. There's a good arc. Beginning, a middle, and then sweet. Done. Yeah. Did you like Luke? Um, I'm a little bit kind of here and there with the old CGI business. Um, Did the best I could. I mean, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Didn't expect it, so it was nice. It was a nice bit of fan service, but they need to start getting away from that a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, good en- it was good enough not to have that, I think. It was solid enough not to have that content. Like, you didn't need it. Rogue, Rogue One was different. Was Tarkin was wicked, and Leia, yeah, was cool. And it was just that building block to New Hope. It it was it, it was sweet. Yeah, like, it sort of well. slotted itself perfectly. Just great timing, well executed. Yeah. I think it's led to the the fans loving it. So solo, solo, I couldn't see, and I am going blind. As I'm getting older, so I need glasses. But I literally, I quite enjoyed Solo, and I had to rewatch it a few times. But I couldn't actually see it; like it was too dark. It was too, too dark. dark. 
Yeah, for me, I mean, maybe it's just my generic. It was it was dark in a lot of pieces. I thought. Yeah, I thought. I thought yeah, I didn't like the cinematography with it, but um, and it was an odd choice to do. And I, I think it's going to be with their spin-offs now. Now they've seen the sex, um, not sex, success of um, <laughs> so I've got delirious. I've been up since three a.m. Um, <laughs> so you know, now they've seen the success of the Mandalorian. I think. Um, they hopefully, Kathleen Kennedy and the crew will think that they can actually just get the best writers, the best people that, and, and make just good films and good cinema and good TV shows. Like it, they don't need to kind of justify themselves. Like it's all about the script. It doesn't matter what it, what it's about, you know, and, um, Solo in hindsight shouldn't have been made. We didn't know, we didn't need to know his backstory. No, no one was asking for it. Everyone, everyone wanted Kenobi. Um, yeah. And that's happening, but we knew we knew what Han Solo did. We knew what we know what happened. So it's always it's always very difficult when you know the conclusion to a to to a, to a film or a TV. Hard to execute on it. But you know the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Rogue One was the only one that um, kind of pulled it off because we wanted to watch that, and they made it a war movie. But I, I think it was interesting with Rogue One how they made us so attached to the characters, and then here's your backstory, but that's it. That's that you've you've got your taste. Now we're entering a new hope, and yeah. these char- you won't see these characters again. Yeah, I mean, I showed my, my son's watched Star Wars several times. He's eight now, um, and um, I, I'm starting to show him things in order now, mm-hmm. and it's making sense for him now. And Rogue One is a, is, is a good tool for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes more sense because I if I look back on. A new hope. I didn't actually care that much about the Webbles. Like I wasn't that bothered. I loved, loved Luke. Mm. I loved everyone, and I liked that little crew. Um, but the whole Rebel cause, I wasn't that bothered. But it kind of makes more sense now. You know what I mean? So it brings I think- a lot of good detail to that whole side. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you, you can get the Empire pretty quick. But I think see what you mean. It's like the Rebels are a little bit more vague, and now you, you if going into it, if we watch Rogue One. Back in the day, and then you watched A New Hope, you'd be oh, like, yeah. "Let's fuck these dudes up. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you really, you really, you, you really invested. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, so I really, that's why it's one of my favorites. I just love that you go straight from that straight into you know the old saga. It's a, uh, it's a well, a very well made film. But people do that funny order now, don't they? The, 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 the machete order. Yeah, all that what, kind what of. Like, it, how does the machete order go? Machete. So I, I, I think you watch. Two and three first, then you watch four and five, and then you go back to episode one as a flashback, and then you finish with six, three and six or something. I don't know. It's very weird. Like, See, that's, oh, that's I like think that's bollocks. Dumbest thing. I, I agree. I don't understand. I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that. Mm. I no, think I, you I, just watch it like we did, but you can just put Rogue One at the beginning. Yeah. 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 You can slip Solo there if you want your child to be bored. <laughs> 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 well, I think in the Mandalorian, I mean, I obviously understand it now, having bought the toy off you, Bib Fortuna. But you would have derived so much joy from that final scene when he's holding the Kenner staff. Oh, that was that was fantastic. So, in that final scene, um, when Boba comes to the Jabba's palace, he's holding this staff that was only 
done on the toys. And that was one of the toys that I ended up buying off Adam. And he was, it was the one he was most reluctant to, uh, to let go. I'm glad you got that because I love that bib. I love that bib. He's a, he's a really clean bib. A little fun fact, Adam, uh, big fortune is in bad batch. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, God. That's not a fun fact. That's a spoiler. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. There's 10 episodes out. He's going to know what episode. Good luck. <laughs> you just spoiled the, the reveal, the big reveal. Is it a big reveal? There's only there's only a few thousand people in the world that give a shit about people yeah. on Tudor Oh, Adam, I'm not one of them either. So. <laughs> he hated it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. It. it was cool because he was kind of alienated and cool. And I don't know. It was just. The, the, the palace has always been a big thing for me. I think Jedi is not my favourite Star Wars uh, film from OT. Obviously, it's Empire, but um, the, yeah, because I watched it in cinema and I was a little bit older, um, and it was a better film when it came to effects and stuff. Until obviously, <laughs> Lucas completely fucked it up. Um, the original ones, um, the original version is. I know it was just. I just loved all those different characters. And, and that's why I got into random characters. I got into Klaatu. I've got a Klaatu focus. No one's got a Klaatu focus in the world. I, I love <laughs> Skiff and normal Klaatu and, and Jabba's Klaatu. I just loved all those different random characters in Jedi. Um, Empire for me is obviously my favourite, but uh, yeah, it's got a special place in my heart. But um, Matthew bought most of most. Of them. <laughs> What's the thing? I mean, I, uh, I I was very big on the Max Rebo band that he had available, and uh, Adam actually put aside the Jabber's Palace, uh, sorry, the, J- the Jabber and his stool and salacious crumb and everything for me. But he was he, at the time, you probably need about five or six people a day, and I, I knew that I, I had better get there ASAP because the vultures were just just taken. They just as soon as they saw his ad, it, I swear to God, it was like. People coming got, from the desert. I got, just I to... got 900 PMs in one day. Mm. Jesus Christ! It was like amazing. it was. It was. It was like a, it was like Comic Con had come alive, and I was like, it was like a Thursday. I messaged him. So I'll, I'll just come to you because I I want to see. And I'm only looking for loose stuff as well. And but just put that aside for me. And some guy ended up buying like two two and a half grand worth of stuff. And was like, look, eyeing off the uh, the jar, and he's like, oh, I'll chuck it in. And then he was eyeing off my, my other stuff and. Luckily, Adam's like, nah, sorry, that's been put aside for someone else. And uh, I've still got, I've got four drawers now. I've still got loads of stuff, stuff, but I've got four drawers now of people that overcommitted. So that I've got, I've got people now that are messaging and they're going to go and said, mate, there's $900 there, $800 there, $700 there. Like, you could have. Like they haven't come. Well, they kind of, now it's a bit kind of lockdown y. So like people are going, oh, well, can't. it's like, well, so I've got another two Max Rebo bands, right, sitting there <sighs> and loads of the first 12 in one drawer. And I'm just like, hey, I'm just going to sell it. Like I could sell it like that. Like, so I, I kind of want it all gone now. Like, yeah. like once, still- once all this is gone yeah. and out of your hands, if you're going to release everything and you're mentioning you're still keeping your eye out there in the market and. Is there anything you feel like you're going to come back and and pick up, or I think you know I just want- do get into the Lego? Why not? <laughs> no, I've got Lego. I've got Lego. No, I'm selling that. I've got loads of Lego. I've got sealed Millennium Falcon. I've got a few nice big Lego pieces. Um, 
I was thinking what I might do is um, I just want a vinyl cape Jarrah and mm. um, a few variants. Like I've got my this is my this is my this is my big variant list, which is a hundred and um, and I've always wanted the weird ones. This is the whole hundred and sixty-seven, so that's every variant you can buy. Holy shit! I've always wanted the Boba Fett with rocket. Well, everyone wants that. <laughs> that, that, that sold for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I've done my research since uh, since meeting Adam. That's that's out of my bracket at the moment. But I've always wanted the little lady squid head with the red cape. <laughs> um, you might not be able to see it, but like, so some of the variants are like there was like a like a like a so like light brown Lando, very dark Lando, and oh, no, no, you know, I've, I've got two. They're still for sale. I've got. I've still got um, Bespin Lando. Smiley and not smiley. Hmm. The smiley, the smiley goes for more money. Um, the which is ridiculous. Loose Nagletooth I snowed like sold last week. And my what, what did that go for? Three hundred. Three eighty. That's what I paid for. I don't know. I gave it. I gave it. He wanted it. It was the last one he needed. And I, I bought it for three. I gave it three eighty. Um, I showed all the different hair looks. I had a, a brown hair, a light hair, and a Thailand orange hair. Um, they went for good money. But there's just some oddity ones that kind of like I would like to have just mega funky ones. Do you know what I mean? Like um, just just like, really, yeah. There was, a very, there was a lightsaber that was like double bended or something, mistake or something, because Kenner would make these toys before the movies come out. So they were just given sketches. And then something changed in sort of like um, – well, the the double came out. Double, 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 double telescope, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the Luke. Um, they go for massive money, and the tips always break on them. I mean, they, you can still get one of them for a grand. Blue, Blue Snaggletooth's my favourite one of them because that was part of the first 28, but still the first 12 era. And Lucasfilm sent um, Kenner a picture of Snaggletooth, but it was black and white, and they made him, like, 3.5 inch figure rather because you know Snaggle Tooth was small and give him silver boots for no fucking <laughs> apparent reason at all. Um, I put him in the early bird pack and he goes for big money. I, I was a bit reluctant to sell him. I should have, I, I, in hindsight, I should have kept him. The vinyl cake cha- um, Jarrah, um, because traditionally it was a cloth Jarrah and, and Obi Wan first 12 was the vinyl cape and, um, Toll Toys, the Australian thing, they, they made in vinyl, vinyl cape. And now everyone's 3D printing things, so there's loads of fakes. Yeah, um, that's the problem now, right? You 3D you print have, anything. You have to go you have to go AFA with that stuff, man. Like you just yeah. have to, like because there's so many kind of dodgy dodgy dudes, you know, just doing shit. And mm. if you if you if you're spending four grand on a figure, like you're gonna you, you have to yeah, it has to be graded. It has to be graded. Yeah, hundred percent. What's the What's the wife think about all this? Oh, she's really happy. I'm selling it, so that's. <laughs> it. that's is she it. is she into Star Wars at all? No, she fell asleep at the last three premieres. Um, <laughs> um, so no, it's safe to say oh. she tolerates you at this point. Oh, she's. Tell her about your wedding cake, Adam. 
Well, I got that in. I got that in. I got the Star Wars cake in. <laughs> so that was my little, that was my one, that was my one bit involved. Input? Yeah, that There's was There's no it. lightsaber wedding photos, nothing like nah, that? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that sad, man. <laughs> there, there, there was just da-da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very simple. Mm. Now, and it was on it. A nice three-tier cake. And that was it. And when I did my speech, the MC went dun dun and did the Emperor's. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so there was touches, an overtone of Star Wars. Touch, just a just a sprinkle of Star Wars. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not you can't sit there with lightsabers. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. It's something Matt would do. Hey, Matt. Are you, are you talking are you, about? I got married and I didn't mention Star Wars once. Yeah, did you get married? In, where did you get? Married? I, I, Hold on, Matt. Let's let's go back to the let's go back to the time where just before you had met Andrea, you and I were talking. You're like, "What do I do with all my stuff? Do I do I pack it away? Like, I need to." She can't know. (laughs) No, it wasn't like that. I was like, "Well, she either accepts it as it is." Oh, that's right. That's right. And I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to put it out there." And um, if she wants to walk away, then she walks away. Like, I mean, got all this cool. I only had probably a third of the shit I have now. And then (laughs) as as soon as she's like, "Oh, that's all right," I was like, "Oh, great, start." stockpiling stuff and then um and now i'm sort of just like finishing off we, we built this joinery unit that i've shown you many times adam and uh it's Fantastic. i can't believe you got away with it in the front room i mean you've done really well we don't have many rooms <laughs> we only have we only have a di- a living room and then two bedrooms so, we sleep in one. so it's in the main room <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's you walk in and it's it's the whole focal point and Matt, have you told him about your nursery uh, no, actually, I'll, I'll send you some photos, Adam. I've, I, know, I think I might have sent it to you. It's a Star Wars nursery. It's got like little baby um, Chewbacca and little photos of like baby kids. I've doll. got yeah. plushes downstairs. I'll give them to you. You can have them. All brand new. That's all Perfect. brand new. And that needs more Star Wars in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, my wife may, may or may not veto that one, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> It's very difficult with the displaying, and I think that's that was my thing. Kind of when I moved to Terrigal, we got a smaller house, and then I was like, "There's nowhere I can do the display, and there's no point having it unless you could display it." Yeah, right? that's true. What's the point of keeping it in a box? Yeah, and and the whole enjoyment of having all the shit is going, and that's what I found I was doing. People will come around, and I, I know it's just point and go look at all my stuff. Look, look at my stuff. Yeah, I don't make them look. They're not bothered. Yeah, I just just make them watch it. Just make them look at it, and that's where my joy was coming from. So when that was removed, when I didn't have a thing, it was like, well, there's no point having it. Yeah, there's no point having it if I can't point at men and show them all my plastic toys. <laughs> show them your stuff well that's the thing i mean my <laughs> wife has let me put it in the room for now but when we move to a house this it will not be in the same location it is now they'll be going to my man cave where i will be pointing and displaying with pride in my own yeah. little it's all about area the, of the house it's all about the pointing you have to point and explain to people whether they like it or not <laughs> Well, my wife's my my mate's wife came over the other day and and she looked at everything and she said, "Is this your shop?" Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I "No." Think, I, my- think, I think that's what it's about because I think I think I got my collecting thing was my mum was an antiques dealer. She had antique shops, and that's why I bought 
all the display cases, like big, big display cases that essentially I did want to make a shop, mm. a, a display. It's about the pointing again, yeah. back to the point. I wanted to, to be in cases that illuminated, I had LED lights, and you sit there and you point. And, but that's what's been quite enjoyable about selling it. It's like, I think that was the objective is that, that I can point and then now sell. Yeah, yeah. But now I've sold it. Well, it's like <laughs> I said before now. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's it's now a selling with a story. It's not a, <laughs> yeah. I've collected and I've sold it. It's you're selling it, passing it on to someone who hopefully is going to take care of it just as much as you or Matt will. But uh, Yeah, except for the flippers. Except for the flippers. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a bit disappointing. Oh, so no, I, don't, I don't play. I mean, no, I, I, look at th- I look at things and go, oh, that's what you could probably get 80 for that and you're selling it for 40. Yeah. I mean, I get it, you know, but I can't be asked to. You got to buy it and store it, then sell it. And then like, unless. And the thing, and the thing with this, people that are collecting for their joy, they're let, like, it's different with the flippers and, and this constant when you sell kind of like, okay, I need another picture of the left arm. I see a small scuff and I'm thinking, I'm 44. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> doing HDR, like proper pictures with an SLR with good lighting, <laughs> looking at a toy from 978 with someone's thumb that is slightly scuffed. Like a rebel commander's thumb is slightly scuffed. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll, I'll give you 2750 for it. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's like a piss off. Yeah. I, I prefer to go to someone that just goes, that's going on my shelf. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. It's incredibly so that, sad about how you think about it. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I, as 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 your your favorite customer, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> I, I derive so much joy looking at at the palace now. I mean, I'm, I'm like you, but sort of like that completest thing. Like once I had eighty five percent of the palace, I was like, fuck, got to get the rest. Got to get well, after Jabba's hooker and Jabba's um, crumb. You made a big error there, mate. I just, uh, I can't look at that display properly. It's, it's sacrilege. Well, I bought the Hasbro Kenner Jabba's oh, Palace wall just to sort of iron out the diorama, oh, so to mod- speak. It's Adam's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's modern. made that very clear many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's modern. It's modern. You can't do it. You've mixed eras, Matt. Cardinal Sin. Mate, there yeah. is there is old trilogy, new trilogy, Mandalorian pops. It's a, it's a, it's an, a jumble of all sorts on my wall. There's no there's oh, no oh, prejudice. Pops is a different. When my son was born, when he turned three and got into superheroes, I went to the a comic shop every day and started buying pophead for him. I started buying them every day. Uh, and this is my egg wife. And then she went at one point when I was two hundred deep into pops. She went, "These three, right? You're not buying them for him. You're collecting them for you, and you've just mm-hmm. made a custom built shelf for them now in this three hundred. <laughs> and um, and I realised that was true. He didn't care. He just thought that's what happened every day that he got a new pophead. And I do get the pophead thing, but the only thing with the pophead thing is that it doesn't maintain any value. Except the Comic Con exclusives, which I have kept a few of them, but um, mm-hmm. I do like they're very nice to look at. <laughs> yeah, and they're easy to collect. They're easy to collect. Like you just, just you can just buy them. 
But they're space fillers, Matthew. They're space fillers, man. You have you have to chill out with that dude. Because <laughs> oh, he's banned. Like, did you hear what he did? The days, yeah. He he he's bought a few there when he's been told not to, and uh, Matt's had to sneak him in. Basically, no, cheap, no, no, no. On your wife, Matt. No, so I, I only have forty pops now. Like that, there's only there's only room for forty, and I got the OG one to forty, so to speak. And um, I I was like too shy on the day of the birth and. One of them came in on on the in the post on the day he was born. That was sort of my push present for all the pushing I did. And then uh, I got the Wampa thirty nine from Adelaide on the Friday. So it was sort of like the closing out of the week. But I haven't bought a pop since then. I, you're right. There is no room, and I'm, I'm actually selling. And I've actually been doing a little bit of pop broking as well. I mean, I, I don't mind flipping a pop if you see a good pop and you can offload it because they're easier to offload. But uh, in terms of new acquisitions, I I am. There's no room, and that's why I said Dangerous. I'm not buying any more pops after he's born, and I've only bought a few figurines off Adam, so uh, I'm within the legal loophole. <laughs> pop lock, pop lock down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's, he's been pop blocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, I actually uh, haven't bought a pop for a while, and, uh, and with this lockdown, it would be uh, extremely hard to uh, to do business with Adam. So, uh, no, I definitely got got in at the right time. I think. Mm. I've got loads. I've got loads. I've got loads left. I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of just going slow with it now. I'm just kind of enjoying selling it bit by bit. Yeah, hundred percent. Reminisce. Yeah. What, are, what are these static auctions? I think I, I saw people commenting on your post, and I've I've I've, I've joined a few pages, but I, I don't understand how how do they work? Do, do you have to do the static? Or is it- no, no, I did do an auction, and in hindsight, maybe I should have done that. What I did which I accidentally was quite clever is that I just put, I just put a massive picture of lots of stuff, half of the stuff and said, selling the lot. Hmm. And, and then, and then you just wait for the people to come in rather than doing it. Cause people just want to bid over each other to, to get like, it. Yeah. And then to speak to people, people go, yeah. I go, give me a wish list. I'll do you a video. Yeah, and right. I just did videos with, with things rather than photos. And we said, what's the price? And I go, Whatever fifteen percent is the market value on completed and sold listings on Star Wars track or on eBay, but that's it. There's no bullshit. Yeah. Whatever's fifteen percent less, that 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 figure's going for, and that's it. There's a few big items left, like the ATAT. I've still got a little table here. Uh, see, ya. still got a little table left. I mean, there's quite a bit. Oh, oh my God, Christ! But, but Ooh, is that a Boba helmet? Yeah, that's a Hasbro. That's modern. Matthew will like it. Um, got it already, mate. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> seen it. I think I've seen that, actually. You have got it, haven't you? That's, that, that's the talking one. Um, yeah, but the Atta, and I've got a Falcon downstairs, and I've got a few play sets, a few FAs, and, and a bit. Yeah. bit, bit so of- Adam can have modern, but I can't, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I bought that for my son. That wasn't for oh, me. What oh, is like, it? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, no. I mean, it's yeah. The, the, the problem is when you're into stores as well is that you get all your family, friends, and your mother-in-law and stuff like that going. Oh, what should we get Adam for Christmas? Something Star Wars. And I feel like going, don't do it. Okay. Don't yeah. Star Wars because you're just going to go on eBay and put something Star Wars. You're going to go to shops and get me something. But I don't want. I don't want it. So I have accidentally got quite a lot of modern stuff with people that um uneducated and just um, <laughs> that. Star Wars on it. Peasantry. 
<laughs> I'm not a snob about it. It's just like, don't do it. There's no, it's just, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, don't mind, I don't mind the helmet. I don't mind the helmet. He, he said, "As he, you're standing behind a first order stormtrooper, <laughs> I've also got I've got an original one as well. I've got an original one. That's I've got I've got a 1977 one, the blue lines. I've got a cool one. Wow. Um, but yeah, he he's he's there. That's just for the fear factor for the one. He keeps you he keeps you some company if you have to sleep on the couch, <laughs> I suppose. Which I have been watching the match. So. <laughs> <laughs> So before we wrap things up here, Adam, just tell us a bit about you. You, you mentioned when I met you, you had your own podcast on the uh, on the up on the you're uh, getting off the ground. Yeah, the crisp we, connoisseur. Yeah, there's a crisp connoisseur that's coming out. Uh, we're just editing that now. Um, my Adfot One channel, which was a as Adfot One at YouTube, that was um, that was a gaming channel uh, originally, and there's lots of nonsense on there. That I started in 2005, but I'm going to keep that going and do more. Um, we're, we're doing everyday reviews. We're going to review everything from food to experiences. So I've got my editor on that. We're going to do that. Um, and then the crisp connoisseur is going to be separate. So, yeah, watch this space. It's going to be lots of stuff um, we're doing in this kind of lockdown. And being up here as well, I've got lots of time to make contact. I've got a marketing company, so I've got lots of, uh, I've got lots of board editors and board cameramen that want to help me out so um yeah i'm going to start getting back into the creative field and um and oh, yeah, man. very luck with it uh, up here as well which is good because soundproof the guy and kind of just start doing more podcasts and stuff and get a bit more creative which i've been a bit lazy with recently so i need to start getting back into the action nice nice well we'll definitely have to uh touch base again soon you'll have to uh Come back when you've uh, seen the whole bad batch and give us a uh, a modern review of uh, <laughs> modern day Star Wars. Is is um is Cad Bane in it? Yes. Spoiler oh, alert! You, spoil- <laughs> you talk about spoilers, man. What, 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 what are we going to do? Son? We're on video. I can't. <laughs> he asked. He asked. He he expressed. Uh, he, he's one. He's he's one mercenary stroke. Bounty hunter that I am interested in. I liked. I liked him. I liked. He's him. a pretty. He's a pretty pivotal character. So yes. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> okay. I'll give. I might watch it. A bit. That was entrapment. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I uh, we better wrap things up. We uh, I've got a sleeping baby that has managed to stay asleep this whole podcast. I have been speaking a little bit lower than normal, but I did get a little bit heated in the uh, modern discussion. <laughs> got some nasty looks. But Adam, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. I mean, it's so wonderful to meet you and uh, buy things. And, and Adam is such a champion that he, we even had a secret sort of like handshake or look that when we talked about the price, it would be a fraction of what it was and then the rest would be PayPal to him later in, in the event that we, so, uh, we didn't even need to I, implement I had, that. I had, I've, I've got five men at the moment that said, if my wife comes round, don't, just don't say anything. I said, what do you mean? He said, just don't say anything. Just like, like I'm just looking and I'll go, but mm-hmm. isn't it some sort of transaction? He said, don't, we'll just sort out afterwards. Just, <laughs> I said, but this is a house with the fact that no, I'm just coming round <laughs> and leaving. Like, okay, yeah, it's like but it's a it's a townhouse in Terrible. So, no, just coming round and then we'll just talk later. Now, two of the <laughs> women with a baby like that. They practically going, have any affairs with you, mate. <laughs> no, it's dark. Anyway, mm. all good, man. 
<laughs> well, nice to meet you guys. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Adam. That's all really great, guys. Uh, may the force be with you guys. May the force be with all of us. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We really appreciate you listening. You can find me on Twitter on TMABY Podcast or on Instagram at 3MABY Podcast. We hope you're enjoying these Bad Batch reviews and the guests that we've been having, and we'll look to have more and more guests as the weeks progress. We'll catch you all next time.